I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM Newcastle Hunter Congratulations to Hunter and Newcastle Havel. They've just been awarded the best value medium SUV by Drive. There's no wait times across all their GWM showrooms. Three easy locations East Maitland, Cardiff, and Port Stephens. Anywhere you are, you're close to a new car. With Hunter and Newcastle GWM Havel. They also have the best value hybrids in the market. No wait times there either. NHM, I got it from my mama with Catherine Guilfoyle today from Next Legal and Conveyancing. How's mum life going for you? No, it's going well. So I'm two years in now, so I'm quite deep. So, but yeah, it's going great. Wow. Okay. So how was your... Let's go back to the start. How did it all start for you? I finished my law degree in 2015 and at the same time I obtained my diploma of legal practice. So my first year out, I actually practiced civil litigation in Sydney and it was only a contract for a year. After that year, I came back to Newcastle and worked at a local law firm for three and a half years. Yeah. And I primarily worked in the areas of employment law, family law, contested estates. And I did basically a whole lot of um, different areas of law. Yeah. I've been at Next Legal and Conveyancing for about three and a half years. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been great. It's a good trot these days. Yeah. People change jobs like underpants. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Tell us, now tell us about your mum life. So your experience as a mum. Who did you fall in love with? Yeah, so my partner's name is Mitchell. Yes. Um, we're five days apart. He likes to remind me that I'm a cougar. So he's, he's yes, yes, yes. So he's five days my junior. Um, but we're both born in 1991. So how did you guys meet? Is he from, did you meet in Sydney? Yeah, no, he's actually, it's interesting. He and I were born and raised in Lake Macquarie. So we're okay. hunter locals, born, okay. and, born and bred. Um, when we first met online, it was just Instagram. Yeah. Um, but when we first met, he was actually working in Sydney and I was back in Newcastle working. Yeah, but soon after um, we started our relationship, he came back and we started living together and, yeah, we've been together ever since. So we have, as I said, one child. His name's Maxwell. Okay. He's almost two. Okay. um, And he's just such a delight. Um, You were saying you've got the village around you. You've got family. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm super lucky. So um, my mum in particular, Maxwell's nonna, Um, And he is Nono, so uh, my stepdad is Italian. So they are with him right now. Um, As I said, they're in Stockton. Grandparents are so freaking amazing, aren't they? Like everything they do for us, it's like it's not even enough to be a parent. And I shout out to Ronnie and Maz, my parents, to raise us, but then to come back and do it for our children. Like that is just so special, isn't it? And amazing they love it like it's Mm -hmm. like they've got a new lease on life they are just so in love with maxwell all of our family is like so i work monday wednesday friday at next and um so on monday he's with my mum and uh, my stepdad so he's nonna and nono on wednesday he's with his great gran yeah yeah she she's so fit and healthy oh my gosh yeah he's um her partner alan is 91 what yeah so they help yeah we've got we've got such a supportive village then on fridays he's at daycare so without them i think that is extraordinary it is yeah yeah and i think just counting our lucky stars around that whoever it is for you in your life that is there as part of your village is just so important and how was it how was it for you 
with your pregnancy and everything how did you go oh i was so lucky i have a lot of friends who have had children and i've watched their pregnancy oh. proceed they've been sick they've yeah. been in hospital some yeah, of them yeah one of my best friends she's pregnant at the moment she's been in hospital twice already and just the worst morning sickness yeah like, oh. so in comparison she'd get these cravings for things she'd yeah. call me and she's like i've got a craving for sour cream and then like Next minute, she was at home vomiting. Like, oh my it's just like, whoa, <laughs> not only is that terrible and annoying, it's just like that's half of your day room because you went to get the sour cream and now you're Absolutely. Sick. Like, I've, I've got some friends that have, you know, had to start mat leave early, yeah, who have been in and out of doctor's appointments. Yeah. And so I was super lucky. I basically had no signs or symptoms that I was pregnant. Are you serious? Yeah. You read about those people I online know. and you just yeah. go, you want to throw you away, you're yeah. fine. You go, that is absolute yeah. God's work. I know. And, oh my God. and I think that, I mean, he's just the same as he was in the womb, outside of the womb. He's so chill. He's oh so happy. God. Yeah, he's so easy. So I Your think next child is going to be a cracker. Deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum always says that. She's yeah, like, you, you need know. to be really careful about having that next one. Yeah. My brother was that child. He was very difficult um, for my mum and she yes. says that she was very anxious. Um, and then when I was born, I was just like what they'd explained babies should be like. And she yeah. was like, oh, my goodness, I'm getting that experience. So, I've got one at least. Yeah. One out of two ain't bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Coming up next, we're going to talk to Catherine about red flags, red lawyer flags, what you should look for in a lawyer who's going to represent you and what you should avoid. So super handy. Never heard about this before. Can't wait to hear. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. NCR blinds are custom blinds, curtains and shutters. In Newcastle, New South Wales, they are one of the most trusted specialists in domestic and commercial curtains, blinds and shutters in Newcastle and the Hunter region. With over a century of combined experience in curtain making, they have become a one-stop shop for blinds, curtains and shutters for Newcastle residents and business owners. They strive for 100% customer satisfaction as they want you as a forever client. ncrblinds.com.au NHM, I got it from my mama with Sarge and Catherine today from Next Legal and Conveyancing. She's going to talk to us a little bit about red lawyer flags, which is super cool. We've all heard about them. Goodness gracious, isn't it better? I just wish sometimes that I was a teenager now with all the information getting around about relationships and, you know, what to avoid and all of that. Like, it's so cool these days. People are just so much more informed. The kids, aren't they? You know? Yeah, we're yeah. way more connected because of the internet. Like, yeah. you know, the fact mm. that this podcast mm. exists, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm about to give some information regarding things to look out for and maybe yeah. positive signs. And without that type of internet connection, I think, yeah, things were way different back then. Yeah, of course, we all know about the perils of being on your phone all the time and we do do it. But <laughs> goodness gracious, this, thank goodness for this medium, like podcasting, this is amazing. You know, the original podcast, I took this to Austereo back in the day. Oh, cool. If anyone from Austereo is listening. <laughs> but I've been in radio since I was 17 or 18. And they said that the content was too narrow oh, okay. to put on air. And I thought, okay, great. Well, you're running the bloody cricket for 10 hours on a Sunday. I don't think people want to listen to that. Yeah, that's <laughs> You know what narrow. I mean? Yeah. So it's so cool that now here we are, chicks, like our podcast is one of the biggest mum casts in Australia. It's yeah. just, I say thank you. You know what they say? 
everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I say thank you for what happened there because I said, yeah, the demo was great, everything was good, but, yeah, nah, it's too narrow. So And now look where you are. I know. It's yeah. so cool. It's yeah. all turned out to the best. Congrats. So, yeah, tell us about what we should look out for. And even when, obviously, like those times come when we need legal advice, we're often, you know, in that fight or flight, really yeah. stressed Well, I think that picking picking the right lawyer for your case is one of the most, if not the most important decision you will make. The tone and type of lawyer that you engage will really impact whether you're able to settle the matter quickly and effectively, whether you end up in court for a few years and a lot of money down the Well, I know for a fact that I studied law and people used to talk about that lawyers would sit around at the pub together on the same matter and talk about how to keep it going. How to keep the matter going. That's really common. That is so unethical. Um, One of the things I pride myself on and and next, the solicitors that next pride themselves on is that we are definitely pro-settlement solution focused solicitors. So we talked about the things to look out for. So what I often explain is that there's generally four types of lawyers that I explain to my clients or to people that ask me, you know, what should I be looking for as positives or negatives? Yes. So the first type of lawyer is the one that I think people really think about when they think of the concept of a lawyer, right? It's the pitbull bulldog lawyer. They're often unnecessarily aggressive in their communications. They might market themselves as we'll fight for you, you know, going to court, that type of thing, right? In my experience, those lawyers who are unnecessarily aggressive and rude, the first thing they do is get the other lawyer offside. So that's going to hinder good negotiations and settlement discussions. In my experience, those bulldog pit bull lawyers, those are the cases that usually end up in court. Who are the ones that benefit if it goes to court, really? is the lawyers. Yeah, okay, you're going yeah. to be paying them a there's lot of money. huge fees. Huh? Right. Yeah. So there's a huge push, particularly in family law, to be settlement-focused and solution-focused. Like um, there was changes to – there was a court merger in 2021. I won't bore you with those details. Yeah. But there's a you're few – You're sounding really intellectual already. <laughs> oh, look, there's a few changes, right? Yeah. In property matters now, yeah. you have to invite the other party to attend a mediation. Yes, I do know of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that stops aggressive bulldogs from just saying – well, you know what, let's just go to court. Give us the money, we're going to go to court. So the court, there's a push to be pro-settlement rather than just battling it out for years in court, right? And that's what we pride ourselves on at Next is solution settlement focused. Okay, so how do we see those people? How will they show up online that we will win for you? We will win, we will fight to you, for you. But also look at the the nature and tone of their communication to support staff, to the lawyer on the other side. Yeah, okay. We actually have a um, professional obligation to be polite and courteous in all of our dealings as lawyers. Yeah. So other than potentially breaching our duties as solicitors, you're just making the other lawyer not want to speak to you. Yeah. Whereas if you've got a lawyer that is able, that's experienced, can look at the case and say, well, look, here's where we think it's going. Let's reach an agreement for these parties. Yeah. Let's help them. Let's take it out of court. Let's finalize it for them as quickly and effectively as possible. Yeah. Those solution-focused lawyers are what you're looking for. So how do they show up in there? Obviously, like you guys, but yeah. how... how- how would people perceive all around the world? Because yeah. we've got listeners everywhere. How yeah, do they sure. show up? So the solution-focused lawyers I describe as orcas, right? They're collaborative. They work together. They're solution-focused. So you're looking for an orca rather than a pit bull. The orcas might 
market themselves as solution focused. We have experience in mediation. Um, We'll achieve the best outcome for you as quickly, as fairly, and as economically as possible, right? So they market themselves as pro-settlement, pro-solution focused. The other type of lawyer that you come across a lot is the busy bee. Busy bees are hard to pick up from the outside, but they have the skills um, required to do the job, but they're just too busy. They're the lawyers that might take a week or three weeks to respond to basic you know, brief correspondence. Yes, and I've had that before. Yeah, yeah, it's common. It's super, super common. Yeah. yeah. So picking the right lawyer is just and so important. And then sometimes people miss important deadlines, don't they? Yeah, that can happen. Definitely. Yeah. Because but, with family law, if you're a de facto, there's a really yeah. – what's the statute of limitations on that? Two yeah. years to Two start? Two years from the date of separation. Yeah. To s- and for married people, it's one year. So you've got one year from the date of divorce wow. to – Yeah. So, so if you don't know what statute of limitations is, it's like after that time runs out, you can't – Well, you'd need permission of the court. So you can still uh, apply to the court and say, hey, here's why we didn't um, proceed within the time limit. Um, But the court can say yes or no, depending on the reason, right? So there are reasons and there are limitations. But those busy bees causing those delays, you know, they have to then go and look at the, the file again and refresh their memory and it just delays everything and that can really halt a productive settlement discussion. So how do you know when when do you see people like that? What do they show well, up as? You I know? mean, it's hard to kind of catch them from the outside really yeah. because until you're until in the, the matter going and if and they've sold themselves yeah, to you. I guess one thing you might be so able to do. So how hard for, is it, Catherine, to hmm. change from one lawyer to another if you're getting that? Yeah, sure. Look, It's advisable to try and pick right from the beginning because there's a lot of costs involved in transferring a file and then the new lawyer reviewing everything and then getting their head around. I think that it's best for people to put the time and effort in really searching for the right lawyer up front. But you can change. Like if if you've got a busy bee lawyer and you're thinking, wow, they've written one paragraph and it's taken you two weeks to send me that and, you know, I'm here anxious. Well, you don't – I had an experience where – stuff wasn't actually getting delivered to me and the other side had responded, you know what I mean? But yeah. then the lawyer yeah. wasn't telling me that that had happened. You know? I see and that then, a lot. Yeah, and yeah. then you see the um, like your ex or whatever saying, well, we've already yeah. said that, we've already done that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, well, the lawyer didn't tell me. Exactly. Yeah. No, so that happens so often. Really? I've, oh, I've had gosh. a lot of um, clients come to us and say, look, the other side's writing us correspondence. My lawyer's sending it to me weeks after. I'm sitting here anxious, wondering yeah. about the next stage. Oh, you, and you're like family law is just, you are just on the edge of your yeah, seat. Of course. Like so in that real. That's the, it comes back to that timely and efficient handling of yeah. matters. The faster it, it's over and if it's a fair settlement as quickly as possible, yeah. that's the best outcome. Yeah. But in relation to those matters and communication, another green flag that you'd be looking for. So if I get a correspondence from the other side, and I, I'm not going to have time to um, provide yeah. a response that day. What I do is I'll flick it to my client. I'll say, hey, just received this. Look, I'm in court today, mediation tomorrow. Yeah. This is the date when I'm going to have a look at this. In the meantime, think about it, review it, yeah. and we'll have a chat on this date. Okay. So finding a lawyer that's good with communication, yeah. that's you need that. But again, it's kind of difficult to, to gauge that from, from the, the outside. outside. Yeah. With the busy bees, maybe thinking about, well, how, how fast has it been to get an appointment? That might be an indication, you know, if they're saying, well, in six weeks or something like that. Yeah. The other type of lawyer, the last type that um, fit in with a generalized, you know, description is the deer in the headlights. So that's a lawyer who 
is okay in their experience, but they don't have much court experience. So they might be saying, oh, you could settle this or you could accept this because they don't want to go to court. Because they don't have the skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So some of the questions you might ask when you're calling around and, and searching for your lawyer is, you know, do you do much court work? Do you have much experience in the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia? And, and just gauge their response because – Although you want a, a an orca, an apex predator who is skillful and solution focused, um, you do want someone that if settlement is not able to be reached, that can advocate fiercely for you in the court. So they're the types of questions you'd want to be asking. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And we know a lot, we see a lot in the NHM recently about the pinch and God, families are doing it so tough. You guys have an initiative around that at Next Legal and Conveyancing? Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's super common, particularly in the Hunter, for people not to be eligible for legal aid. Okay. But they don't have a lot of cash savings and their income isn't extremely high. So there's a bit of an access to justice issue in the community. So to bridge that issue at Next Legal and Conveyancing, we actually have what's called the Access to Justice Program. So okay. it's where we try and help low to middle income families um, have access to justice. So you have experienced solicitors helping them at a markedly reduced rate. So as a senior solicitor in our team at Next, there's myself and another senior solicitor. We were actually in the same year um, at law school, which is cool. But yeah, so we markedly reduce our hourly rate by more than 50%. So it's an application process okay. where, yeah, so we send it to the client. We ask for some documents. Um, there's an application. We consider it. And then if they're eligible, they can get on the Access to Justice program, which sees their legal fees basically cut in half. That's so cool. Yeah. And some of the work that you guys have done with that and makes you feel super proud. Oh, it does. I just yeah. think that legal aid's great, and um, but there is definitely that Access to Justice issue for those people who just aren't eligible but they don't have a lot of savings and their income is just it's I mean it makes them ineligible for legal aid but they can't afford the usual legal fee so I think so what have some of the backgrounds of those families been regular everyday families let's face it commonly in Newcastle you know you might have a house maybe an investment property with a bit of equity some super a couple of cars that's it yeah. You know, these are not You're families. You're always chasing your tail. Right. Yeah. These are not families that can afford thousands and thousands of dollars to be transferred to their lawyer's trust account. Again, it comes back to yeah. picking the right lawyer too because, you know, those pit bull, bulldogs who are um, unnecessarily aggressive, as I said, you usually end up in court with those matters. Yeah. So... Yeah. How much is called as well? It's like a huge amount a day. Huge amount. It's Yeah, it depends on the, the lawyer. Some yeah. lawyers are fixed fee, some are hourly rate. But yeah, it just depends. You know, it can be anywhere between 50000 to to 100000 to get to a final oh hearing, if not more than that. That's but, why people end up and the matter's finalised and yeah. all they had is a, a bill. Well, the thing is, it, costs depend on the complexity of the matter. Yeah. So what documents, how many witnesses. Yeah, so course. you can't really say, well, this is the fee estimate. You'd mm. need to have a discussion with the client. Look at the issues before you give a proper fee estimate. But, you know, it it can be anywhere between 50 to 100, if not more than that. If there's a lot of expert evidence, I mean, you know, all of these things change the fee estimate. But Mm. again, when you consider the fees involved, it's best to settle it outside of court if, if possible. 100%. Then that, whatever the amount is, is in the asset pool going yeah. to you or your ex rather than the lawyers. I know that there was this one guy that I dated with after I broke up with my partner and his wife, his ex-wife, told him, oh, yeah, if we take it to court, I'm likely to get 70%. He was like, oh, no, no, there's no way. Anyway, he went for one lawyer's meeting and the lawyer said, yep, she's likely to get 70%. He said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and so he just signed it. I'm like, wow. Oh, that's yes. like a dream ex. But but you see, that's how it should be, right? If both if both parties have experience or or just quality legal advice, um, the lawyer should be able to take their instructions yeah. and say, look, this is. I'll say this as well. In- Do you find as well that I'm not sure if this is out of your realm to yep. say? Sure. But I've experienced in the past. Have you found that lawyers will give false hopes to their clients to keep a matter going? Oh. Not in my experience. I mean, if anything, you'd want to kind of be lower. So, look, we, we give a range of outcomes. Because are there some lawyers that do do that? You know what I mean? So they don't accept the offer from the other side or is it more? Well, there probably are. I mean, I don't have yeah. any first-hand experience because, yeah. of course, the other side's um, file is pre- – like I, I don't yeah. see what they're advising their client. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's probably lawyers out there yeah. that do that. I mean, it's unethical. We usually, with family law matters, like for property matters, we'll give a range of outcomes. Yeah. Um, same with parenting. Yeah. The thing is there's always a question mark um, because it depends on the evidence. Like, yeah. you know, you could say, based on what you've said today, this is what I'm thinking the outcome could be. And then you go to court and there's all these subpoenas and yeah. there's this valuation and everything everything changes so but the thing is in court one thing that you're certain of if you go to a final hearing is that a third party who doesn't know your kids who doesn't know you who doesn't know your perspective decides your outcome whereas if you settle it by way of negotiation with lawyers or at mediation you decide the outcome so you get certainty so There's just so many factors um, in support and in in favour of um, reaching and discussing and negotiating a mutually satisfactory arrangement outside of court. Yeah. Nextlc.com.au. Thank you, Catherine. NHM would like to introduce you to the team at Next Legal and Conveyancing, headed up by NHM mama Alicia. NHM are proud to partner with Next Legal and Conveyancing, a modern boutique law firm comprised of an energetic and dedicated team of skilled solicitors who approach the law in a new, proactive and highly skilled professional way. Contact them today. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com.